Hello, I'm Tom. And Kay. And we are Lake Erie Dogs, and welcome to the Lake Erie Dogs podcast, podcast number five. You can find us at LakeErieDogs.com, at Lake Erie Dogs on all social media networks, and you can support us on Patreon, where you can find a lot of good canine education. Great. Um, I'm not going to sing today. I felt kind Sad. of embarrassed. And Johnny is making us a ditty right now. Our Ooh. friend Johnny Martins, who, if you've been to Putin Bay, he plays out there a lot. Celebrity. But I found this button with a little bit of a Sade cover, and Ooh. I've been really feeling it. Set the vibe. Mm. That's that good snapping right there. Thank you. Um. Yeah. So now that we got some saw day out of the way, helped us out, feel the vibes. Um. How are you doing today, Kay? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. We have a good um. Good topic. Light group. Good yeah. topic today, but we got a good light group got for the Sasha past week. Jackson Snow in the room. Joining us for the podcast. I had one boarding train to focus on this week, which was very healthy. We kind of pushed everybody to kind of like line up nicely because Hank really needed um, some individual focus with mm me. Because to be honest, it was kind of rough. It's been kind of rough for like Kay to handle him. He's a big guy with a big personality. And a big heart. You know, um, he, he's, I love him so much, guys. I'm, I see the puppy in him. He's still what ele- 11, month, 10, well, 11 well, months, 10, 11 months now. Yeah. Um, 10, 11 months at like 120. Yeah. So I don't know. If it's that's how it's hard to think thick. about that. But, you know, everything from making sure he's played, exercised, exposed, all of those things. Mm-hmm. We've really been just trying to meet all of, you know, he's a dog. I think he needs that emotional connection, too. On a he day does. Day. Yeah. He does. When I took the time to love him, the, you know, I, when I give him that little bit of time of like, I'm going to pet you and love on you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's one thing. Connect where with you. In training, I, I um. And listening to Let Dogs Be Dogs right now by yeah. Monks and Nuschetti and Mark Goldberg, which I suggest even if you're just an owner and you want to yeah. read more. Be a better dog Like owner. when Captain, my mom's dog, went through training, I read a Caesar book. I was just like, yeah. oh, let me read Caesar. Um, <laughs> right. I secretly love the guy. Um, but anyhow, it helped me be ready for the realism of what was to be expected Having of me after training. With dogs. So anybody that's currently in training or, you know, it's a really good good mm-hmm. read and the they, audio is awesome yeah his voice is very calming but they made a really good point to me where sometimes i'll get into real like this is my job i'm here to train kind of thing mm-hmm. um and i'll get in the rut of that and i won't spend time you know like they were talking about a dog that like wasn't performing for the person like the, the dog performs great and yeah everything so then that person just took a minute and like loved on the dog before the session. Yeah, and connected the, with it. Connected with it, and then went into the training. Right. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of good lessons in that book for me that, and I and I've been really good enjoying. Reminders. Um. So I've been like really applying those the reminders I'm getting from the book because a lot of it is already what we do. Yeah. You know, that you was were listening the coolest part, it. and I was like, oh my god, Tom, we do that. We like, do that. We do we that. We do that too. <laughs> That's how we do that. Yeah. <laughs> So we Which just is cool for me because yeah. like I'm and I'm, some of it's just reminders. Sometimes when you read those books as a trainer, it's just yeah. like okay, yeah, just I forgot about that one. That's a good one they have I in the can back do it pocket that way too. So yeah. that that's been cool to listen to and just apply to Hank and just kind of go on the relationship level. Mm-hmm. That um, not that I've been slacking on. It's just been you know this could be a business sometimes and training yeah. is you know a trade and that kind of stuff. 
So, and I'm always like, I don't want to get overly connected with the dogs. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. You know, sometimes you have to withdraw a little bit, but then mm-hmm. you just want that, like, a good spice. You just I, want... I call it a dog trainer relationship because it's yeah. not like we're the owners and you're emotionally attached. I don't have a relationship yeah. with the dogs in training like I do with Sasha. Exactly. That's different. So. But it's definitely still a bit ba- like a. It's, yeah. it's an app. So he's been going with me everywhere. He's yeah. been going to Tractor Supply. We go to it's Home Depot. That's we take I'd him. Say. You know, I've been, you know, we're having him, him to car. dinner tonight. You know, we're taking him to dinner tonight. And really, um, you know, giving Hank, meeting his needs while giving him that attention that he wants. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, doing the training the right he's amount. Performing, right. guys. It's he's awesome. He's been doing awesome. This past he met few my days, mom. he's just. He did great with that. Really, really blossomed. It's cool yeah. to see. So now, you know, he's going to get handed over to Kay a little bit more this yeah. week. So she mm-hmm. could get, um, and then we get Zeke coming in, who's another, who's another very large lab. He's a chocolate lab that's about the same size as Hank, yeah. right? So we're getting our fair share of handling in here yeah. this, this month. Large dogs. Um, and then we get two small dogs. And we got Nova right now, who yeah. she's boarded. She's boarding with us the first time since her board and train two, two years, years ago. ago. Um, and it's cool because she was just a floppy, neurotic mess. Nervous. And now she's just a floppy clown she's just like, a clown she i mean she's she per- goofy again she performs she knows all of her commands yeah. she walks well she, she holds them off leash doing awesome yeah i um, love when you don't see a dog for a while and the owners feel comfortable to just open the door when they get here yeah and like and the, the dog's the dog like dog oh, goes great. I, I remember this place i also love sometimes when it's like the dog's been suffering with this this and this and then we get it and then you do a little bit of a little bit of tuning and the dog's right back on it. Yeah. You know, I love that feeling too, where I'm just like, ah, hey, you just have to do a little more of this, spend mm-hmm. a little bit more time, which will be along the topic today. goes into what we're going to talk about yeah. today, Tom. So what is our topic today? Dogs are an investment. They and we are. we want to talk about that for the everyday dog owner and kind of mm. give some soft reminders yeah. of what those are. And if, Or if you're getting a dog, just be prepared. You know, a lot of people can get a dog on a whim just because it, mm-hmm. it emotionally got them. I want to rescue this dog I saw on Facebook. <sighs> oh. and, um, that's irresponsible. And that, that's irresponsible and it could really tear There's up a lot to consider. your life. And, yeah. you know, if you're not prepared to make these particular investments, and you could call them investments or just elements that you need to take care of a dog. lifestyle change to bring a dog into a house. Right. Any dog. Mm-hmm. Puppy, rescue. And in, in this topic, there's a lot of emotion and passion for me, mm-hmm. right? Because there are a lot of people I know where they fail these departments very hard and I see the dog suffering and mm-hmm. you have too. And so we're going to do our best to keep our emotions at bay, but it's it's going to be... It's hard to see. Yeah. Some and of this stuff's hard to see and it's frustrating and we just want the best for you and your dog. Right. We want you to bring out the best and, you know, training isn't the only answer. We're not only here to talk about training. No, there's... That's like know, one of the last things we're going to talk about. Like if you want to get holistic with your dog, these are things you need. Yeah. Like when I say like look the at the dog, dog as a whole yeah. and look at your life as a and whole with that dog. Everything that's going to go along with yeah. it. So our um, first topic is going to be food. Food okay. Food I think is a good baseline to talk mm-hmm. about because that is going to affect everything else. You know, I saw Rachel Ray's commercial the other day for her dog food and I was sold. Like yeah. I'm sure her it was food a good is one. great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where or the can of Caesar food for my little dog. Yeah. Right. Um these name brand, Iams, Pedigree, you know, all those things and like these kind of ones you'll see at Walmart mm. aren't good for your dog. Yeah. If, if, what if, do I say? I'm like, if you're not spending 
like sixty, eighty dollars a bag, yeah. large bag. You're yeah. you're not buying a high qual a quality dog food, and it's mm. going to cost more. And you know, mm. if you spend that up front, you're gonna co- you're gonna spend less in vet bills. And I I full heartedly think that you know I'm not going to mm. switch every dog, and I understand this to raw to fresh feeding. Mm. But there are if you took the time to learn and you took the time to do it every day, long term effects that will mm. happen that you will reap the benefits of. Yeah, there's a lot. Did. There's a lot of clients That's an investment. where um, with food, too, I always find that if I'm doing hand feeding and they're in training, mm. sometimes I'll find the dogs rejecting the mm-hmm. food a lot. And that would be concerning to me. And I'm just like, hmm, you know, it's like eating ramen every day. There's a certain point where you're like sick of it. Like, yeah, I'm not going to. This bad isn't ramen, worth doing right? the things for. Exactly. Right. And um, then I st- We'll try our brand that we really like. We're not sponsored by, but wish we could. I know. Um, <laughs> Nature's Logic. Yeah. Um. So Nature's Logic is a brand that commonly, if the dog comes in and they're struggling, yeah. Or if they're, you know, some there's a lot of naivety with it, where it's like people just they're naive about the idea of like, oh my, this is bad food for my dog. Okay, and they don't want, they don't intend to feed them bad food, but we'll kind of break down. Hey, your dog's not staying consistent with it, and. I don't think they love their food mm-hmm. and there's also a lot of people are like, you know, I agree. Yeah. There are some days where he won't eat yeah. it. And then you'll also kind of say, Hey, here's a real breakdown of what you're feeding yeah. your dog. And then a lot of people are like, okay, I'll go to nature's logic mm-hmm. and they stick with it. And then, you it know, works. they, it works and they're happy with it. They keep feeding their dogs. It, um, the we ingredients went, are, are nice. I, yeah. I like them. They're, they're one of the kibble brands that I stand behind and that I feed to my own dogs. Yeah. We seen dogs with, a lot of allergy or health issues that the mm-hmm. vets are trying to solve. Chronic loose stools. You know, the do vet well would do everything from putting the dog on Apoquil to putting them on science diet with Apoquil and all these kind of, thi- you know, yeah. on top, on top, on prescription top. Met, a prescription kibble. That's yeah. And then you switch it to nature's logic. You spend the 40 more dollars that you're spending in prescriptions and on a... On a good food. Yeah. By switching to a good food, the right. amount that you spend and on prescriptions and that are stuff. Many, many options too. I mean, if mm. you're spending the money on prescriptions every month, consider mm. going to a higher quality food mm-hmm. and drop and then eventually you can wean the dog or whatever your vet recommends off those prescriptions because the food is doing what this is the same thing for humans. You know, mm. eat a well rounded diet, a fresh food diet, less mm. processed foods. That's kibble is a processed food. So it's, it is like feeding a processed food to your dog every day. So yeah. if you feed more fresh food, you're going to reap the benefits of it. And, and That's I thought, an investment to me. Some people are like, oh, you know, this is what my breeder gave me. Yeah. You know, breeders are breeders. They might, you know. It worked kinda, for them and the mom and dad. It yeah. works great. But that may not, your, your dog has a different microbiome than mm. mom and dad does. And it may not work for your dog. I remember you showing me a video where it was like a guy that, uh, a I don't he was a scientist like a food yeah. scientist kind of person um but he was talking about how no diet like their vegan diet is not right for the entire world right eating whatever you want isn't right for the entire world eating pa- all paleo is not right for everybody, everybody right every person's gut is its own right. system and that I mean not every dog's gonna do well on nature's logic you yeah, know, like yeah. it works for majority. Mm-hmm. There's like some we, foods you seen... can eat and love, but some foods I can't. Right. And I'm just like, okay, that's fine, but I'll eat something else that's just as good. Right. right. Um. So there's that factor. And then there's also the factor of portioning. 
Mm. Where pe- free feeding is the worst thing you can do for I your don't dog. Care. If you're free feeding your dog, it's terrible. So. It's awful. It's like just imagine it's just it, it's gorging. You're letting them gorge, and then they're getting overweight. Or it's something that you can have value to and be using in like training, right? But you're choosing not to, mm-hmm. and then the dog sees no value in it when mm-hmm. you want to say they're an animal. They can't yeah. regulate how much they should be eating. Exactly. Some can. Some can, but it's very rare. Like we've yeah. seen dogs where you're just like, wow, you know, like you got to stop this free feeding. That's why your dog's overweight. Yeah. You know, um, and or going it, off the bag recommendations. That's that's kind of the big one when yeah. I talked about portions. It's like, well, it's, it yeah. says I should be feeding five, six cups a day. Well, of course it does because they want you to buy another bag. They in want a you week. to make money. Yeah. Or like nature's logic. I mean, the portions are low. You know, we have bigger dogs and they. Yeah, and that like, it's like I, a cup I and love, a half. I love giving right? people this this example. Yeah. Snow weighs about thirty four pounds. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Sasha weighs about 80 pounds. And they eat about the same amount of food. Yeah. Like. And snow every day. It's, and snow, like they both do well. Snow looks slim. Yeah. Sasha's, in my opinion, the perfect weight. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that that, that is the reality. But the, it, it, the, every dog has a different metabolism. So yeah. like going off of those. For puppies, I recommend it because they're growing. So like exactly. follow the recommendations. Like it's day. better to fatten up a puppy yeah. right up front. Right. It's not a bad thing. But when a puppy hits a year, when you're switching to an adult food, nature's lock is an all life stage food, which is nice. You, you can start keep it the as dog puppy? on the all life stages. Wow. Yeah. We could talk about Which it, it tells you it's yeah. good because why? You it know, provides like, the nutrients that a puppy for, needs. For a dog. Yeah. The, for that a dog adult. needs, right? Yeah. So, you know, if you find that you're kind of like... I just go... I'm just saying go off of what the dog looks like. Yeah. You know, if you are feeding three cups a day because the bag says to feed three cups a day and your dog's Mm -hmm. overweight, why don't we take a half cup or a cup out of that scenario and see how they do on two cups a day? Yeah. So, don't take your Cedar Point souvenir cup and scoop it and say, my dog gets a scoop a day. And not know the amount your dog mm. pours. You know, we they can eat like that. for but, a reason. It's this measured yeah. cup. And they know how many calories are in that measured cup. Yeah. And I preach this to our... And exactly. I think all of our clients understand this at this mm. point. Is but, We use a kitchen yeah. measure cup. Yeah, a one measuring <laughs> cup. It's that's what not, they mean. And that's <laughs> where people cup, will be like... Nothing else. I got my souvenir cup. I'm going to do three scoops because it says three cups. Yeah. And it's like you're feeding your dog six cups in the morning and Pretty you have nice. a small lab. Like, yeah. that's not okay. I I mean, every time yeah. we get a new dog, I ask, how much are you feeding? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time it's, well, we have that cup in the bag and we feed three of those. And I'm like, okay, well, c- do you mind if I switch to a measured cup and we'll see, mm-hmm. we'll look at the calories and look yeah. at the dog and see. That's a part of our education that we provide in the board and train. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's good to know. Yeah, it's so good to know. And if you don't have, you know, even if you can't switch the entire kibble, mm. you do supplements. You can do add-ons, yeah, all those kind of things, food. right? Yep, yep. We we have a cook. We have a a cookbook. On yeah, that. Kay Kay has a canine. Nutri- what's the name of the book? Just canine nutrition cookbook or something. Yeah, canine cookbook. Ten bucks. It's twelve dollars. You can get it on our website. Two dollars. Yeah, you can get it on our website. God forbid I invest in my dog's food and buy that book. No, I'm kidding. I mean, We're not it, trying to plug the it book. gives it gives a lot of like things that you can share with your dog that you yeah. are probably already have in your fridge. It's a lot of good suggestions. If, I tell people if you can take ten percent 
of Mm. processed kibble out of their diet and replace it with fresh food, you are changing the quality of their lives. Yeah. So. Food's a big one. Food's a big one. Making sure your dog's getting a nutritious meal that Mm -hmm. is going to, you know, when you have the right nutrition, it leads to life longevity and good health. Behavior changes. Because the next thing is vetting. Right. You know, the next thing you have to invest in, aside from just a good diet, is people, vetting. People wonder why, you know, why am I taking my dog to the vet every month mm-hmm. for skin issues? Yeah. Well, what are you feeding? Because if you change that, that could make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And vets aren't, you know, always going to be on the outlook for the dog like we are, mm-hmm. where sometimes they're kind of like big pharma kind of type people. Take right? this pill. Or take this clinical prescription diet or food right yeah but they do have a lot of things your dog needs Mm -hmm. right if your dog has emergency and breaks their leg they are the people to go to right if your dog is gets into a fight and needs stitches they are the ones to go to yeah um you're experiencing right loose stools for an extended amount of time why don't you go to your vet yeah and check that and a lot of people will like they'll ask facebook are you before they'll go to the vet Sometimes I I understand that for to an extent, but then but it's like there's there are some times where I'm like, well, here's the emergency vet number, and this is what you I need would to go do. Yeah. yeah. Um. So because I can't first, help you with that, but at the same time, you shouldn't be asking Facebook. Yeah. You know, maybe asking you is one thing, mm-hmm. but asking just oh, we're on the. We're a group of German short-haired pointer owners, right? I'm on tons of those because I love short hair pointers. But anyhow, right? And they'll be like, like look at my dog's breed. eye like bulging out of its face. And like, it's like, go to the vet. But you know why yeah. people are doing that? And that's why we're yeah. talking about it is the investment of going to the emergency yeah. vet. A lot of emergency vets won't even see you without a deposit. They exactly. won't even let you walk through the door without a t- I don't know. Depending on what's wrong with the dog, a my two dog grand. is gonna cost. I, I didn't expect this free rescue dog to cost me <laughs> this is, much money. What is this like, alternative personality? But <laughs> you have. I, I do it sometimes, but like anyway, yeah. But yeah, that's that's a real oh, scary. Thing. The big one for me is, can you recommend an affordable spay and neuter? Like it's some like there's some magical mobile vet that spay. Yeah. There might be for like re, for like. Yeah. rescues yeah. like vets that offer their time to do that but a spay and neuter is a major surgery it is a major surgery that your dog mm. is undergoing and removing part of its system mm-hmm. to me that is not an affordable surgery no matter what yeah. you know i waited until sasha was five to have because i was so scared of it but exactly. i'm i'm a dog person obviously you know like I know what goes into those things but like I wanted I knew going into it it was going to be I don't know 300 to 600 dollars so when you get a dog you have to go into these things knowing these are going to this is going to cost me money when I have to do it that's the scary thing so many people get dogs based on emotion right now Mm -hmm. I get it I get it you feel bad for that rescue dog or that puppy looks so cute but if you don't have the money or the situation it's in or the situation that the dog's in yeah Yeah, and you can't help it and you're not going to be able to handle that cost there's someone else that can there's someone else that can and you you might not want to take that dog for the best of that dog right you might be or if you already have a dog yeah we'll get into that one too Mm -hmm. right um but vetting costs money and Mm -hmm. having that money set aside i'm so grateful because 
probably before the business when I had Drax. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest, I was probably one of those people that couldn't. You were a young guy, though. Yeah. And I, a lot of young people don't realize. Oh, like, my God. Like, some people are just like, investment. I think I'm going to get this dog. And they're like, no, no, don't, 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 mm-hmm. don't. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, like, I, but when Drax I'm gonna had, call my sister out, you know, she's a young twenty-something-year-old. Yeah. She's came to us she's a few times, a few times, like, like, I want this dog, and I'm like, do you understand what goes into getting that dog? Because no. in about two, a year, or two years, you're gonna have to pay for its spay mm. and neuter, and, it's and then you're gonna people. have to pay for its grooming, and pay mm. for training, and pay for a dog walker if you're walking yeah. full time. All of these things, yeah, matter like. That's a sad, you know, it's not a sad reality, but it's a reality that needs to be spoken about a mm-hmm. bit more because when, when like we're people push rescue, 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 like there's a lot of people that will talk to me about like how oh, my dog's suffering from this or I can't afford to go to the vet and that stuff. And I want to feel bad. Mm. I feel bad for the dog. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is your responsibility. Right you got to be that doing one. that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really go out of your way mm-hmm. for the next 10 months. Put 100 away in your savings yeah. each each month. So you have just backup money for your mm-hmm. for the vet if you yeah. ever need it. I'd say a, There's a, also, $1,000 is a good mm-hmm. like dog emergency A lot savings. of your auto and house insurance companies, some of them do offer an insurance for your dog. Mm-hmm. I had that for Sasha before yeah. I started training. Mm-hmm. Our business insurance covers our dogs Which now. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know what? When Drax went to the emergency room, we had to pay. We had to pay that cash up front for them to even see him. Yeah, because of the because he needed an X ray. Yeah, and they were like, they were at the you know, and the the one thing was they were like, oh, I don't think you'll be able to afford this, so I think you should put him down. Yeah, they were straight up, and you know what? Nothing was wrong with him. Yeah, we paid for the thousand some dollar MRI, and there nothing like, was wrong with him. And then they kept trying to. Like, you have to watch out for vets sometimes. You know, they might try to penny and dime you. But, um, no, just, you know, trust them for what they do. Okay. Yeah. Um, the MRI ended up showing nothing and we paid like $1,200 for yeah. it. But it's fine. Yeah. So, vetting, I'm glad getting your shot, you know, just like us, getting your shots, getting a physical checkup. Yeah. You know, all those things you really want to make sure happens. And that goes happens. into our next topic. Yeah. Is the physical checkup. Mm-hmm. The grooming. Grooming. You which know, includes... Every dog needs groomed to some extent. Every dog needs their nails trimmed every month. And I will stand on that soapbox until I'm blue in the face. Mm -hmm. I don't care if they walk on pavement. They should Mm -hmm. still get their nails. Exactly. Oh, they run and play ball on pavement all the time. Like, so like those dogs, they should get their nails looked at by a groomer because I'm sure they can still mm -hmm. be cut back. Exactly. So you can, you know, getting your nail trimmed for just a basic dog. Yeah. Making sure you wash your dog. You know, yeah. like you, that that might not be something you need to go pay for. The but skin is the largest organ on our and the dog's body. Yeah. And that organ needs cleansed. That's a micro environment of all of in itself. Yeah. And it like, needs cleansed. I think I like any like bully breed that like, you know, you they get sloppy they and gross it, pretty yeah. easily. They need to be groomed and cleaned up yeah. or they get really quick ear infections or like, you know, bad rashes or mm-hmm. like, you know, allergy outbreaks they're just on their skin. uncomfortable in general. Yeah. Or they're constantly... Itching, itching themselves or licking themselves yeah licking themselves like it's, <laughs> it's the worst sound ever so yeah. groom you know grooming's and, pretty big and, and i think a lot of people now realize it more because it's more of like a public spoken about thing but mm-hmm. when going into getting a double coated long-haired dog mm-hmm. that that needs their hair cut off because it doesn't fall out mm-hmm. doodles 
or poodles or or even just long-haired dogs can get matted right like a husky still needs to be groomed Mm -hmm. in my opinion like you can brush it till you have to blow out all that dead hair dead skin that hair Mm -hmm. i mean unless you're doing it on your own like a professional i highly recommend it yeah and like twice a year at least at least right for particular i say for Right, but like, dogs but like then it becomes an issue. This is where again, like, you see, you've seen dogs that like, I don't know what it was, the hematomas. Yeah, in their ears. What does that mean? Explain. So, like, if a dog gets so matted underneath, mm-hmm. and it may not look matted on top, but that undercoat needs brushed, and if yeah. you're not brushing it, the the hair on the ears can get so matted that the blood circulation stops flowing to the tip of the ear. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, say, people wait two, three months to yeah. groom their dog, get their dog groomed, a month even sometimes, mm-hmm. depending on the, how much swimming or whatever they're doing. Um, that hair gets so matted that the blood stops circulating there. And then once you shave it off, all the blood mm-hmm. rushes to the tip of the ear and mm-hmm. the blood vessels burst yeah. and they bleed. And that scab, to heal that scab is so hard. Because then that's uncomfortable. Obviously, yeah, the dogs it itches, whipping their it ears back and forth, and so then it's they're hard shaking to close. their head, and that scab yeah. keeps breaking. And then the mats, like I've, I know you've seen this a lot at vets, where it's like we don't have the option. We need to cut your dog's hair all the way down to get these mats mm-hmm. out. And then the owners are mad at the at the, the groomer. groomer for doing their job and making sure that their I dog just think is. It's it's not. Th- it's unfortunate that they get mad at the person doing yeah. it. The person's doing it because they know that that dog needs the yeah. hair off. If, it's it's not that the owner is being neglectful either. I think mm. they're just naive. They just yeah. there's ignorance. There's a lot the of people that which they just, have no idea. Oh, it looks mm. good. It, I I I mean, I saw yeah. my grandma the other day, and I'm like, under and I had to show her, and I'm like, look under here. Like if you look with the cat. No. With, oh, okay. Yeah. So if you look, my grandma got a doodle. Mm. And if you look under the skin, this part is matted. Yeah. So what I did is I got her a long pronged slicker brush. Yeah. Because she her she had a slicker brush. She was brushing her, but she was mm. only getting the top. Mm. So I was like, you got to get all the way down to that undercoat. But yeah. you know, she gets her cut. But you could still brush your dog and do yeah, their. Da- you could need- do all those things from mm-hmm. just like the daily maintenance of having but that's a dog. Time. Like. That's an yeah, we'll get time. into time because all of these things do take up time, yeah. right? But, but then, like, to get your dog successful at the vet and the groomer, you have to handle them yeah. yourself. So you yeah. have to put in that, like, okay, we're going to touch your nails. We're going to – a lot Even of owners will teach – with grooming or with clipping, yeah. they still have to practice it. Yeah, clipping. So, like, uh-huh. a lot of people, when I go in for training, I'm like, what does your dog know? I can tell you probably 90% of dogs they know, know paw. paw. They don't or know shake. how to sit. They don't know how to down and hold that down or anything. I think but everyone know, does sit. But they know paw and shake and yeah. sit, which is, I mean, sit is as use, useful, useful as, as nothing. But, um, <laughs> but pretty much like you can use that, capitalize on it. Like yeah. if your dog knows paw, start holding and sustaining yeah. the length you're holding their paw to where they're like, I want to jerk it back and make sure that they don't jerk their arm back. Food, food, food. Feed them for that paw. Really make mm-hmm. it super rewarding. And if they don't know Take paw and they're bad at nail mm-hmm. trims, teach them paw. Yeah. Get, teach them to have their paw handled. Exactly. You can even take like a pen and just tap their nail mm-hmm. and reward them for that so that they have a lack of response versus being like, oh, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And get nasty at the vet and show any or the, the groomer. Panic. And right? then you have to pay for medication for your dog to go to be put under for them to. That's yeah. an invest. That's. 
Yeah. I mean, if you do these things up front, you don't have to pay for that. Yeah. And then if you're not doing those things, they might push you to a trainer. Right. You would hope. You would hope. A groomer would. I think. A groomer. There, there are vets, um, yeah. you know, like Firelands and Mary stuff. And Socha and yeah. Karen. Yeah. She recommends a lot of our clients come from her because yeah. like she's just like this dog is going to need training, not even just for the handling, but she sees them long term. This dog is going to need it, um, which I very much appreciate all the referrals from yeah. firelands um but you know that's where training comes in right you mm-hmm. don't have a good communication system and you're not building any confidence or a relationship with your dog mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so that kind of goes into our next thing right it's training is training training is an investment and okay? it's, we're not just talking about hiring a trainer no you're not i'm not trying to plug and say oh you need to buy, everyone has to hire you need a to buy your board and train or go hire no. a trainer or no. go to group classes no Training is just simply being able to communicate with your dog. If you can't, simply. if you can't tell it yes or no, like start there yeah. in the household and really build up and figure out what yeah. level of training. you I think need. it all starts at potty training and crate training. Yes. So that's great that you say that because most dogs that have potty training issues, that's the owner's problem. Um, I think when people call, I don't mean it, it I think their it's problem. It's... They they call me. And we you, get probably once or twice a month, mm-hmm. someone will call and say, will you potty train my dog or eat it, do an eval and say, I'd like to do potty training. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we will not do that. Yeah. Or if they need training for the rest of it, I say you have to potty train your dog That's first a and crate them for first. You. Right. Yeah. To do. Because it's not my routine that will be the problem. It's not what I do when your dog's yeah. training with me to fix potty training. None of the dogs training. that come here have the accidents yeah. that have potty issues at home because we keep up a routine with yeah. them. And if they do, them. it goes away in a week, and then it's great, and then you send it back home. Mm-hmm. Too much freedom, not creating the dog, not, not having a routine, routine. <laughs> and yeah, and then they Big have fart. body training issues. So I highly suggest Tedeth Amendius's book. Wow, you killed that. I hope I did that right. I, I think hope. you did. I hope. His last name's long, um, you guys. It's, we we it, did a course he had, and yeah. ever since then, I've never been able to pronounce it. But- I read his potty training book and I was like, it's on this Amazon has for 12 bucks. all the information an owner will ever need on potty training. Yeah, that's why we never wrote one because that one's so yeah. good. It's like, grab the book, read the, it's 40 pages, I think. The it's back of it, long. you don't even need to read the whole thing. The back of mm-hmm. it offers a legitimate schedule and it mm-hmm. explains the schedule in detail. And that's, you. I yeah. mean, literally five pages. Read that. Exactly. And But read the whole book. The whole book is worth, you know, the crate training and all that kind of stuff he talks about. Mm-hmm. So... You know, potty training. If you can't get your dog to potty train it as a puppy, and it takes it could take up to a year yeah. to potty train a puppy, and mm-hmm. it takes a lot of tolerance. But if you can't potty train and crate your dog, crating your dog. Oh, my puppy. It's a life isn't skill. having potty accidents, so I leave it out. Okay, but your dog is not ready. Your puppy can kill itself. Yeah. If you don't crate your dog when you're not home, or when you're not watching. Yeah, or the rescue that lived its entire life in a crate. He yeah. was in a crate 24-7, so I never want to put him in a crate again. Yeah, but he's tearing up the walls because he's trying to escape the house, right? He needs a crate. He needs a crate, okay? Mm. If your dog cannot make a sound decision without you around mm. or, or even with you around, because mm-hmm. I see people that Tap their dogs out. are going in the trash with right in front of their face, and then they're still not crating their dog and mm-hmm. wondering what, you know, the investment rather than your couch your floors, mm-hmm. your for any anything you have in the house or the dog's life, rather than putting any of that 
as your investment Mm -hmm. as in like oh my god i have to save this dog's life and get their stomach cut open to get whatever out Mm -hmm. out or like you know hey they're potty training destroying everything of mine Mm -hmm. you know do a little training at minimum crate your dog and potty train it because Mm -hmm. and then tell it yes and no right you know what though is big when when people tell me that they're not going to crate their dog I'm going to say you cannot control all of the outside forces that could happen where uh, emergency happens, your dog tears its ACL or something crazy, and it needs to go to the vet. That vet is going to put that dog in a crate, and if your dog's not used to the crate, it's going to be so stressful. And cause more pain, more cause pain. more and more of a problem for the vet. Cause... The vet is going to have a hard time handling that dog and really checking it out, and you're going to have to pay for anesthesia. Yeah. So... Crate training Mm. is a life skill that every dog should have and should practice Mm. regularly, in my opinion. I agree. You know, especially going into a kennel that training isn't their priority, but more so just kenneling up dogs and, you know, doing boarding. They're like in a run. A lot of them will tell you, the dog was great. The dog did fantastic. But the standard at a kennel is for dogs to be whining and barking and stressed out. And they they ignore when the dogs are in the crates in that situation. I can't. But they do. Tom cannot. I do not tolerate whining or barking. I really want everybody calm and comfortable. But it's yeah. a good standard because I feel bad for the dog. I'm like, and I feel for bad for everyone else yeah. around him. So if I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if someone were to mm-hmm. practice regular crating, and when you do board your dog, that's going to be ten times less mm-hmm. stressful because they're used to being confined. Yeah. Even if they are in a run, even if mm-hmm. they are in, God forbid, an open kennel, open cage facility. There's going to be times where the dog needs segregated. And if you don't regularly teach them how to be confined Mm. in a crate, then it's going to be stressful for them for life things that they have to Mm -hmm. do no matter what. You're not going to get away from them. At minimum, the the investment for training would be a crate, Mm. would be getting Ted's book. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. And well, time learning online to time. Yeah, you have to watch out learning training online. A lot of people, we had a client that said they searched something online after paying for a board and train with us. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you have the ability to come to me whenever you want. Yeah, feel free to reach out. Yeah, you know, I'm never going to tell you no and not have answers for you, right? Right, and they take us a day to respond. Yeah, exactly. Our evals. Invest in an hour to have a conversation with, with me. a professional I, trainer. Because, you know, your yeah. situation, we're going to ask specific questions, and your situation may not be what's explained online. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. we're going to try and figure out the whole picture here and then mm-hmm. say this might be a good option. Yeah. The word obedience in Latin means to listen. Um, I've heard other trainers use that. And it's just saying. I'm not yeah. the only one that says that. Um, well, but it does. It's, it's a fact. It's a fact. It's not a quote. <laughs> it's not a, really a quote. But. That practicing the act of your dog listening mm-hmm. to you is an investment in look, time. We'll go more into time in mm-hmm. a second. But make sure your dog can listen to you and you can say yes and no because you do that little investment. Practice that. And practice and communication. You guys have a communication system that any anything else you're dealing with is going to be a lot easier to deal with yep. because you could, you could guide them. Yep. Right? Yes and no. Exactly. So that kind of goes into the big one. You know, if... I think it's the most expensive one of all, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Time, time, time. Time is your biggest investment when owning a dog. Getting a dog, it's something that you have to consider the most of because your lifestyle will change. Things that you do, 
and that how you spend your time will change Mm -hmm. and a lot of people want that like the idea of having something to care for and work Mm -hmm. with and spend their free time with that's what they want and I think that Mm -hmm. makes for a really great dog owner I think people that go into it and don't consider how much time is associated with owning a dog properly Mm -hmm. um, those are the ones who have issues and usually those are the people I, I will turn away is people... We have turned quite a few people away in the last year because yeah. their lifestyle just won't fit our training style. Yeah. And it's just, it's not going to work because you you have too much on your plate yeah. already. Like we had someone that was, you know, both her and the husband worked in the hospital. They traded off hours. They had three kids. They have nannies. And nannies and the dog's potty training issues and all these kind of things and i'm like well potty training and all this kind of stuff and we start talking about what's going to be required in order to be successful they weren't interested in doing those changes Mm -hmm. and i just said i'm not going to be the right fit for you there are trainers that will you know do the job for you 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 say wham bam thank you ma'am wham bam thank you ma'am that's what they want that's one of k's k's davids i love that um you know i'm not that board and train i'm not that person i love not being that because i am trying to not only integrate the dog into a training lifestyle i'm trying to integrate the human into a training lifestyle make sure it's habitual Mm -hmm. that they follow through Mm -hmm. give their dog the proper time use Mm -hmm. their time wisely with their dog Mm -hmm. because that's where we offer like the system is like you're using your time wisely by using the communication system by Mm -hmm. making walks efficient and and a proper and using play properly and all of that you know yeah not every one of our clients is trying to be a full-time dog trainer and we get that it's 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 10 eight minutes i've timed full work for food sessions they don't usually go longer than 10 minutes yeah. and it's 10 minutes a day walking three walks a week maybe. you know and that the worst is I'll, the question one of the questions i'll ask in the evaluation is what's your daily routine with your dog mm-hmm. the in the winter people will always see like i don't walk my dog blah 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 because it's cold and i'm like the dogs don't care that it's cold they would love it they would love a short five minute walk in the cold mm-hmm. okay don't give me that. Um, another one that I dread hearing is we have a backyard. They answer the question with, yeah. oh, we have a fenced-in backyard. That's not a daily routine. Okay. You're putting your dog in the backyard. You're hoping that their biological needs will be met, which most because of the time outside. it won't because they're outside. They have just freedom and they're just numbing out. It's like scrolling on your phone for a dog, honestly. Oh, it's like just one. numbing out, yeah. right? Which is not a healthy way to spend our time. And for you to be inside while your dog's in the yard numbing out yourself is not a healthy yeah, way to, for you to use your time. Yes. I think it's a it's a trap that a lot of, not a trap, but like something a lot of dog owners fall mm-hmm. into is, well, we, we let them out in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And we play ball with them in the backyard. That's how he gets exercise. People starting families. Yeah. That one, I've, I've seen a lot of this the past year. You get a dog. You've and had that, the dog. You've had the dog for a year or two. And then we want to build a family. But you ha- you have no money to invest in the other stuff for your dog. You don't have time to invest with your dog already. You just love it. Give it all the toys and gooeyness because you feel bad. That, mm-hmm. Like you said with Sasha. Yeah. I would give her treats because I was working two mm-hmm. jobs. We So we had to walk to go potty. Yeah. No matter what. We didn't have a yard at the time. But still. So, I mean, I was still walking her, but I was going from one job 
giving her a bully stick or something and then going to the next job. I mean, people from New York, you know, um, I know kind of just from like talk, like what I learned from Blake Rodriguez, like the lifestyle, like you, you don't have a yard, take your dog. You have to walk it. Right. Right. And that's where like, there's a high training demand out there um, and dog walkers. Right. They have to be good on leash and, and they have is, to get that time because they're living in apartments all the time mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But people in New York will still find time to mm-hmm. give to their dog. Mm-hmm. So why why are people struggling with that? Yeah. And I you think know? it's something we've touched on in the on another podcast about, you know, for 40 some years ago, grandma didn't need a dog trainer. No. You know, and I tried to do your and voice. Or- <laughs> Back in the day, back. we sat in the backyard and we gardened and hung out with our dogs no dog and we trainer. didn't need no trainer, right? We didn't need right? a trainer dog, but that's because we, they didn't have all of the exterior distractions, distractions right? that take take us mm-hmm. away from being present with our dogs. So I yeah. think that goes, you know, in that's today's That's a societal world, problem. Yeah. I mean, it's a, is it a problem or is it just how we've evolved? I don't know. I don't think it's, I mean, you know me, how I kind of look at those Tom things. It's not an evolution. Phones. He hates all well, it, it it is that's the thing is it is a distraction. Yeah. No matter how conscientious or present minded you are, mm-hmm. the phone is a huge distraction to every person right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Your TV, Netflix, and every I'm just saying our time, mm-hmm. our attention is it's segregated by many mm-hmm. things and it can be taken up by many things. Yeah. You know, you can spend I've talked to people I know it's true. You mm. can spend an hour and a half scrolling and just yeah. where the hell did that go? Check your screen time. You know? Check your sc- I check my screen time too. I'm a, I pay attention to it. It's, and yeah. I'm I'm just saying like that time can always be, you You can spend that time yeah. wi- more wisely. And it's but, something to consider when you have a dog. And I think that's the biggest mm. blessing of having dogs. And I say it all the time is they keep me present. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for that. And people at home, check your screen times and then tell me that you don't if have you time don't, to train your dog. Yeah. Tell turn me you don't noti- have time. Okay. To- my biggest thing is turn your notifications off and track yeah. your screen time. Yeah. And be dis- disciplined. That's the word I was trying to think of. But it said we have Discipline. to say this for you to interact with your dog more. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's kind of hard. I think it's a good reminder yeah. for people. Like and- this isn't my, it's it's a good podcast, but it's not my favorite topic because I'm just like, what, like we have to say this yeah and you know it's one of those things i, I don't love saying directly more, to people like I know. you're not spending enough time with your dog it's hard to say to someone because and there's trainers that they don't want to hear it. that there's trainers that ignore it we say it in a way that you know i'm not trying to insult you or hurt your feelings mm-hmm. but this lazy. could be <laughs> he would love that this could be like a solution to your problem you're just not spending enough yeah. time and I know people are like, oh, I work a nine to five and then I'm tired. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you took on the responsibility. Or we have all the kids to worry about. Mm-hmm. You still took on that responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very like you took proud on- of a lot mm-hmm. of our clients who do make the time. I'm yeah. so proud of them because I know that's not easy. We don't mm-hmm. have kids. And I know like, I know. Ruby's yeah, this is owner, our full time. We have, <laughs> we have all, 11 of them. Dogs sometimes. is my, like they are my time. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. I'm really proud um, of a lot of our clients who wake up early to do mm-hmm. those sessions, to, to to go for a walk. And you know yeah. what? Mentally, they're healthy too from it. They are. They, they do well. They'll be happy about it. They'll be happy with themselves, it. their dogs. You know, and, and you'll see overall, the these investments, you know, again, the feeding, the vetting, the grooming, the training, and just the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to do a little bit of that. Yeah. But like, that, think of how... It's not as astronomical as you think it is. What I really want you to think about is how much little less time the dogs have on this earth than you do. Yeah. Like, 
I they are living day. their fullest and like they are so present minded and mm-hmm. you're sitting there being a couch potato crying over them because you had a bad day of your nine to five to work where the dog wants you to get the hell outside yeah. and take them for a walk and both of you will come back better. Yeah. Oh, right? I love that meme where it's like, let's go for a walk. No, I don't feel like it. Yeah. Let's go for a walk, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then. The person's like, I'm so glad we went for this walk. Yeah. Every single time, I'm so glad I went. And I could start crying. Well, just in general. Like, it's <laughs> just... I went through a season of serious depression. I was on medication for it. Yeah. And so, I mean, Sasha if kept I didn't going. have Sasha, man, Drax knows? kept me going who knows? at times too, right? So like, but dogs aren't there to be our emotional burdens. They're there to be so much more. And the yeah. time spent with them should not be in that manner. Mm-hmm. It should be spent living in the present mm-hmm. that you're most animalistic i don't care you know mm-hmm. you play with that animal interact with nature together yeah, exactly so again that's an, another message today yeah. we're bringing on that be present and i think we kind of keep going back to that mindfulness it's i think so i might do a very like how to be mindful with dogs. episode well just in general just in general yeah um because there's a lot of things ever since we talked about it the other week i've been kind of increasing my you have like ways to be present yeah in crazy ways <laughs> like taking cold showers and whatnot um wim hof wim hof it's special yep anyhow we're at 45 Ooh, that's the longest one yet huh? that's the longest one but i, d- I don't think there's there's no way to say what we needed to yeah. say any any faster think about these investments feed your dog well Mm-hmm. Make sure you're prepared for any emergency financially to take care of your dog at the vet. And vet appropriately. If you have a dog that every dog has a certain amount of grooming to need tended to, yep, just like every single one. Kay reminds me to take a shower, <laughs> like <laughs> groom your dog. <laughs> um, training is not, I'm not trying to plug that you should get training from us, but you should learn to find a way to communicate with your dog mm-hmm. for the best sake of everybody Yeah, and time. Give your dog the time that you can give them as much as possible mm-hmm. because just like they're a member of your family, you know, just like your kids, just like your job, they deserve that yeah. investment of time mm-hmm. too. It's a okay? big one. They're not a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. They're a dog. It's something that needs to consider. Attention. Yep. All right. Well, well, thanks for being here, guys. Thanks, guys. And I hope you have a good rest of your day mm-hmm. and um, we will be back next week. Yep. Awesome. You can find us on all social media networks at Lake Erie Dogs. You can find Tom at Tom Trains Dogs on Instagram. (laughs) And Kay and Michelle on Instagram if you feel so inclined. Yeah, man. Kay's is fun. I have a good time on Instagram. I don't care. Um, And then support us on Patreon if you feel so inclined. Mm -hmm. If you like this podcast. There's more of that there. So you can find that just, I think, searching Lake Erie Dogs. So. Well. If you're still listening at 46 <laughs> minutes, I appreciate you uh, and you're my friend. And let me know what you thought. Okay. Awesome. Tom needs feedback. All right. Have a great one, guys. Thanks.